podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. A Scottish football podcast that isn't obsessed with just two teams. Niche nonsense. Or surprisingly brilliant. You decide. The Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. The cult Scottish football podcast now adapted into a hit TV show. Search the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast on your chosen podcast player now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Manchester United Redcast. Delighted to be with you today. My name is Aaron Paul. Joining me in my steam panel, he's not my brother, he's not my uncle. I've had plenty of that. It is Mr. Ben Paul. Ben, how are you, pal? I am identifying as your brother, though. So yeah. there you go. I'm all right. How are you? No, then I, I identify as a Cornish pastor. Uh, one man who certainly doesn't do that is Drew Mann. He packs no punches, pal. Right. Certainly, I'm, I'm here, but I've changed my name to Andrew Paul now. <laughs> oh, you're joining the Paul family. You're jo- join, joining the Paul family. Uh, don't forget, guys, uh, the summer is behind us already, of course, you know, but, you know, we, we've still got time for a couple of bevies en route with winter uh, coming thick and fast. Thankfully, though, we have the return of football to provide much needed normality. As the night's drawing to celebrate this, Beer 52 are generously offering free beer to you while watching your team from the comfort of your home. They're offering eight craft beers sourced and curated from the best breweries on the planet for free. All you need to do is go to beer52.com forward slash united, beer52.com forward slash united, and just cover the £5.95 posters. Trust me, it is well worth it. A few of my pals have got on this. It is it is really, really good, Beer 52. It's literally like a subscription service, but for beer, and it's absolutely gratis for you, Redcast listeners. You lucky, lucky lot. Just cover the postage, and we will take care of the rest. Beer52.com forward slash United. Not UTD, U-N-I-T-D. United are the team for me. Um, moving on, chaps. Um... We've had a, a pre-season friendly, the only pre-season friendly of what would usually be one of these glitz and glam tours to China, the Far East, Australia, somewhere where they're basically going to rake in a lot of money. But this was Villa Park. We lost 1-0. It was an Ollie Watkins goal. Apparently, we created plenty, but we just couldn't stick them in the onion bag. It's the same old problem for United. Absolutely. It's a pretty strong team we put out, though. It wasn't like it. It wasn't like we were just, uh, you know, blooding a few youngsters. I mean, that's practically the first team. I, um, I didn't actually watch the game, Ben or Aaron. Um, I don't think <clears throat> I went to United's um, website. I think about four or five days ago, and Ollie was on there talking absolute bollocks um, about how how not many teams had signed many players this year. Obviously, talking about United. Um, <clears throat> and the team he chose then, whether he changed, I don't know, but it was a comedy team. It, we had like Lingard up front. Well, uh, I'll run through the lot. Henderson, Dallow, Fossumens, and Maguire, of course, back from his spell in, uh, in, in Porridge in Greece. Uh, Shaw, McTominay, Van der Beek, Lingard, Rashford, James, Igalo. So it was the midfield diamond, 4-2-3-1 with a little diamond, Lingard, Rashford, James, uh, behind Orion Igalo. Um, no no Pogba, no Fernandez, no Martial. Um, a bench of Grant, Mengi, Williams, Galbraith, Garner and Langer. So a very mixed bench in terms of you've got Grant, who's like 50, and the rest are, are sort of like 17. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know what we can take from this game apart from the fact that we need to sign some fucking players. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's, yeah. it. that's all. I can say, 
it just looks like a comedy lineup to me. I mean, you know, as you know, you know, the preseason stuff before was all about the shirts and lining uh, the glazers and Woodward's pockets abroad. Um, <clears throat> what was the point of this game? Without, you know, to be honest, if you're not going to play your full team, that are going to play against Palace. Why are we paying players like Delot, who, was, we, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were told we were selling him? Yeah, well, I think um, we're definitely not ready for the season yet. But if you look at some of the teams that we uh, that played at the weekend, there are teams that are really ready for it. Leeds look phenomenal. Arsenal look pretty damn good. Um, Salah from the brink. They're looking taste. They'll look tasty again. And we lose one nil to Villa. I do apologise. I read the wrong team sheet. It's yes, we did blood a few youngsters there. Yeah. But we're, not, we're not ready for the season yet. We'll probably take two or three. We need a few soft games. Like, uh, I don't know, Palace. I think Palace could turn us over quite easily. (laughs) That's the worrying thing. That's the worrying thing. I mean, honestly, right now, we we are at a point where we are so desperate for players, it it absolutely hurts. Um, And and I want to put a couple of points up before we we break, because we're breaking. This is a super short edition this week, um, because we don't want to sort of like put you in. We basically don't want you phoning the Samaritans after listening to us. <laughs> I fear for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer if we don't sign any more players. I think Absolutely. we will go for a desperate signing. And I think that signing is in the form of Gareth Bale on loan. I mean, there's so many sort of rumours about it. Obviously, they're talking about Sancho right now and the fact that United have been priced out. It's very simple. They haven't been priced out. They just don't want to pay what Dortmund want. They'll end up paying what Dortmund want probably in a year's time. Because yeah. that's what Manchester yeah. United do. Yeah. But Absolutely. I am worried that we will sign Gareth Bale on loan we won't strengthen the defence. They're pissing our own regular now. Real Madrid yeah. won't uh, 25 million euros. United won't give yeah. them. They are wanking around as usual, Ed Woodward. And what's going to happen yeah. is they're not going to back him. They will sack the manager come February and we will have problems. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on that note, Aaron, it's good to see that the following, what United have been pumping out for out the last season is that they're going to bring young blood into the team and they're talking about Gareth Bale now, isn't it? Yeah, well, like, you say, like you say, everything that comes out of their PR at Old Trafford is donkey shit. We are we build with we tip to get three three players if we don't get Sancho. And I was so confident last last podcast that, we, that Sancho was, was going to happen. Now I think you're right. United was we're hoping that they were going to drop the price. That, they, that, that Sancho himself would push for a transfer. Unhappy there that they would take twenty million less. It doesn't look like it's happening. And now we're built, we're, we're tipped for Douglas Costa, who Fergie was trying to get in 2009, yeah, <laughs> turned, right. turned us down. Ivan Perisic, we all know, turned us down and the Inter Milan played silly buckets. If there was a time to get Perisic, it was to swap him for nothing, to give for, for, for Sanchez. And then we've got Gareth Bale, a left winger, when we have Rashford on the left wing, when we're desperate for a right winger to give that midfield a bit of balance and to not shove, you know, Greenwood in every week and, and, and ruin the poor guys yeah. um, before, his, before his time. The it's sad thing is, Travis. Go on. That's it. No, I, I personally think we are three players away from club. Sorry, Aaron, what was that? I think we're three players away from challenging. The problem is, well, I don't oh, trust, oh, I don't, I don't trust the board to fucking get those three players in. No, I don't. I don't. When are we going to learn that, you know, Nobed Woodward is like the biggest trigger point there, that obviously he can't do the job? 
You know, is this just going to go on and go on till we fade away completely and we're not? I mean, Arsenal did great business. They were quiet. They got it done. And it looks like they've tidied their defence up. Watching them against, okay, Fulham, who are, you know, obviously going to find it hard, but they look like an outfit to me, Arsenal. They've been like that for a long time. Last week, we were talking centre-halves. We were talking centre-halves last week. I said Gabriel was a snip. And he's the one we missed out on. He's a snip at 22 million. They got a steal. If you saw that guy play on his debut, he was phenomenal. Unbelievable. And it was a left, you know, a left footer, cultured left footer to play. And scored. And scored. And scored. (laughs) We missed out on player after player. We're not even challenged for that. It's not like he was a mystery to all of us. How do we not challenge for that? 22 million. At least, you know, Put in an, a rival bid, you get him for under thirty million. You don't get anybody for under. Th- you get a, you get a Lindelof for thirty million these days. You know, we're, we're, unfortunately, I again, know. I mean, yeah. I, I look at Matt Angsar, who Chelsea assigned. Yeah. On a free, I don't understand why we're not picking these players. On a free, go for him, give him a go. You know what? If it doesn't work out, farm him out on loan. Everton will sign him in the season. Do you know what I mean? Who is that? Who is that? Aaron, who is that? Angsar, the defender. All right. Okay. From nice. I think it was from Nice. Um, right. on a free but they probably I, won't give them a loan no 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 I said I don't understand why we're not signing him on a free oh, if he's right. not making the first team at the moment farm him out on loan bring him back into yeah. the fold see how he does right. he'll go out on loan at Chelsea yeah. he won't play at Chelsea but you know what yeah. he's probably better than Lindelof he's probably better than than Joe well he's definitely better than Jones or better than Rojo <laughs> I'm reading reports about Marcos Rojo now that literally no one wants him his, t- his agent is desperately trying to pimp him out but it'll end yeah, up that United yeah. are paying the majority of the wages, as usual. You know? Yeah. And also, they were going on the other day that Oli had been watching him. He's super, super training again. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're pumping up the so goose, aren't they? They're tapping the goose. So and, what? Get rid of it. It's dead wood. And what the fuck of Roma? Roma have suddenly turned down the, the chance to sign Smalling. They tease us all the way to the brink of the end of the transfer window. And then they're like, nah, do you know what? 18 million isn't it? We can't afford it. Bollocks, you can't afford it. Well, it does seem to say that there's a, that a problem sticking point, signing and getting rid of players at United, and that's down to Woodward. And as soon as we bring a director of football in, which is not going to happen because he likes the glory, uh, I don't, you know, we're, 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 we're third division when it comes to signing players and getting rid of players. You're not going to find any disagreement amongst the majority of United fans on us at this one. It's a mantra that's that's been going on for two, three years. A lot of it starts with, you know, an accountant making footballing decisions yeah. and failing to get that director of football. We were tipped to get the, the um, what's it called, Paul Mitchell, not the hairdresser, yeah. but Paul <laughs> Mitchell, who'd been behind a lot of the, the old Red Bull stuff. I don't know where that one disappeared to. Yeah. These are great tacticians. They're money ballers. They know... Well, they know can, he, can he do the Leipzig deal? Aren't they Red Bull? Yes. I think well, he's, he comes not, from that background. I'd love to see Edwin involved, but I don't think he'd work with Woodward. Probably, who knows? I don't know. You know he's come from a, a place at Ajax where they've turned the club around completely. Yeah. Ajax were on their yeah. arse. When, when, when Edwin yeah. and Overmars and Burkamp went in, they were on their arse. They've managed to turn them around. They're in profit. They're making good money. They, they are a, a stable, well-run Champions League outfit now. Brilliant. And, 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 a proper and, team, aren't they? The proper outfit. 
you know, they're, they're a proper outfit. They're, they're creating players from, from the academy. They're operating on a money ball style. They're buying these players cheap. They're selling them on. You know, they've made big money on Zia, big money on Van der Beek. The goalkeeper, Anana, they're looking at, you know, people are looking at him. You know, they've made money on players consistently and Edwin has done very, very well there. But I just can't see him wanting to go out with Woodward. With Woodward, it's an old boys club. His best mate, Matt, Ju- Matt Judge, from uni, is the geezer doing the transfers. You know, they all went to Bristol Uni together. It's just literally like, oh, he's my pal. Yeah, I'll get him in. It's an absolute yeah, right. hit show. I personally think, chat, this is my attitude right now. I think United are too hell-bent in looking for a shirt sponsor for next season rather than actually looking at strengthening the playing squad. They're so happy they've got Champions League football. Chevrolet's ending this year. They need a new big-time shirt sponsor, and I think they're desperately looking for that right now. Right. I mean, sorry, going back to the director of football thing, you know, someone like Rio Ferdinand, who knows the club, who's great, he's a great PR man, he's great in front of the camera, he's great, you know, all the things that Woodward isn't. With the track record. I think, I don't know if it's definitely a name, I mean, by all means, bring Rio back into the fold in that respect, but there's got to be one of these guys behind the scenes that have done wonders uh, you know, even Leicester, you know, yeah. the Red Bull teams, um, Southampton, the, the kind of the kind of behind the scenes directors of football that have that have made millions. At Dortmund, just just follow the Dortmund pattern. My yeah. God, you don't you don't work for Red Bull, do you, Ben? By the way, or? I'm available. three times in the last conversation. There, that's all. Right. Ben, ben works a pussy energy drink. I don't know if anyone's seen that on the show. But... <laughs> I have. I'm a big fan. Big fan. He loves um, it. He absolutely loves it. Chaps, let's take a pause. We are here. The Manchester United Redcast back with Beer 52 uh, this year. Make sure you sign up for that offer. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, beer52.com forward slash United. Catch you on the other side. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast. My name is Aaron Paul. I'm joined by my esteemed panel, as usual, Ben Paul, my brother, and my other brother, Drew Paul. Good to have you guys. You know, it's just like a family affair. We are like Sister Sledge. We're like the Nolans like, of Man United. It's just like Christmas, you know. It's just like Christmas, Aaron. But Christmas has been cancelled, apparently. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Christmas has been cancelled. Mate, right now, the way the seat, like, it's looking, we might as well cancel the fucking season. You know, someone asked me to say, how do you reckon we'll get on in the Champions League? I'm telling you, we don't sign anyone. We'll be out by the knockout of the, the group phase. And I think Oli will be gone by February. And I think they want to appoint Pochettino. I think they're really desperate to appoint Pochettino. And they will wait and wait and wait. And then they'll pull the trigger. They just won't back him. And it's going to be another 
frustrating couple of years if they don't sign the him. The thing is, why, if they won't back him, right, why have they not got, got rid of him before then? Well, because there'd be a revolt, because Oli being an ex-player and all that, and was doing okay. Or the simple fact that, that no one's got trust in him, the people that he's talking about signing. Now, they're going for the people that he's asked for, are they? Or who's making those decisions? Well, it comes back to your big mantra. It doesn't matter who the manager is. City have not gone... Cities, well, you know, Bergistan, however you call them, with the X's in his name. Yeah. Those, those guys have been, been picking the players. Yeah. It doesn't matter who your managers are. And that's where we spent billions going wrong with, with signing the wrong players under, you know, at a whim of the previous managers. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter who your manager is. Ollie's fine for the moment. He's, you know, the jury's still out, whether he's... He's going to be the legend that we want him to be. But the director of football would make the signings that are good for the club. Look at the, look at the guys. Look at the players that City have signed. It wasn't necessarily no. Pep that signed them all. No. You know, from the Sarnes, you know, obviously left. But um, Bernardo Silvers, each one of them comes in. Um, Laporte, they all come in but and they're, they're coming into yeah, the style of football. Ben. They're coming into fit a style of football. So, for example, if you look at United now, since Alex Ferguson left, look at Moyes. He's gone in, his first signing, he wanted a midfielder, he signs Marianne Fellaini, six and a half foot, big bastard of a player. He goes to January, signs a completely different player in one matter, technically gifted, little five foot eight, will find a pass, bam, bam, bam. You've got two different types of players. You've got Louis van Gaal who comes in, Falcao, Di Maria, Rojo, Blind, and the Herrera. He wants all these players, Depay technically gifted footballers. He tries to play at the three at the back. It doesn't work. He tries to play, get United to play this different brand of football. We end up playing Saturday's football. We basically look like fucking, you know, Newcastle United on a good day. You then have Jose Mourinho who comes in. He tries to buy these industrious players. Matic, Pogba, Lukaku, Lindelof, buy. He buys these players and we're playing a different style of football. You've got Oli yeah. now, who's got to take this mishmash of players, try and function yeah. some form of style of football, get rid of the deadwood and sign new ones. He's got too yeah. much of a job on When you're saying we need a director of football, mate, I, I, I drop to my knees and I say, Edward would fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of that would, none of that would, you know, we wouldn't have those problems had we not had this centralised, you know, directive, five-year plan that said, these are the players, and we would be signing them right now because it doesn't matter if Pochettino's your manager or Solskjaer's your manager. If your director of football is saying, right now, let's go buy Jadon Sancho, let's, go, let's get Regulon, let's get Thiago Alcantara, because they will fit with the style of football that is true to Man United, yeah. then you don't put all, everything on the, on, the, on the shoulders of Oli and the amount of trust you have in one individual. The pace is fucking simple. How, I mean, how stupid are we going to look when this all fades away, the Sancho one, that goes away, we don't sign anything, and like Aaron's predicting, we sign Bale, and Bale is 34, is he? No, he's 31, he's 31. 31, who's injury prone, got, all the time he's been injured a lot at Real Madrid, uh, and we just, you know, put another plaster on the wound, innit? It's a no- playing in the left wing, now, no, we're... we're we're not short of people who play on the left wing. Martial plays on the left wing. Rashford plays on the left wing. You know, it, that's not an area that we desperately need. What would happen if Bale takes the left wing? Where do we shove the other players? You start moving, you know, a, a, a team that's, that, that functions okay together. We are desperate for a Kanchelskis-style... Um, yeah. well, that's what, well, that's what Sanchez was supposed to be, isn't it? Yeah. 
And it, you why, know. you know, I, I mean, it's great news to a different player, obviously, but Grealish has signed today, back a new, a new contract. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a great signing he would have been. He's got Man United written all over him, that kid, the way he plays. Yeah, he shoots, socks rolled down, uh, running a player. He's, he's, he's a bit, he's, he's a talisman, you know? He's got a bit yeah. of showmanship. You need that. You need that. I still think again yeah. we're three players away from actually two to three players away from 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 challenging. Um, you know, there's Jamie Carragher came out on Monday Night Football yesterday and said that he believes that United are going to be the closest challengers to uh, City and Liverpool. I think he's talking out of his ass because I'll tell you what. That I think he's time. probably done that on purpose, so it looks funny. Of course, of course. He's of course he but did. But Grealish, had, had Villa gone down, then Grealish possibly would have come to us. But the, the, the kind of money they were asking for, for a guy that, again, plays in a position that we're not sure of. You know, he's, his best position was, was left, left up, up front left. Yeah. It's, well, I've just made that position. Up, haven't I? Um, but we're not sure in that position. Well, Van Beek does what ball. Grealish does at a third isn't of the Van, price. Isn't the Van Beek kid, is he not that? Yeah, he does that. Around the midfield, yeah, but mate, we need someone. We need a proper out and out attacker. Someone who plays off the front. Someone who plays off the left. Someone who plays off the right. And someone who plays down the middle. Not a midfielder. We're we're not. We're not doing this anymore. This is a game that United have played all too often. Michael Carrick at centre half. Owen Hargreaves at right back. We fuck around with players like this too much. You know, Marcus Rashford playing down the middle under Van Gaal. Mourinho carts him out left. Carts him out right. I hate this. I hate what United do. We try to build utility players. Mate, not everyone is John O'Shea. You know, not everyone can play every single position on the pitch. We, we, we don't let players show their specialities and it's going to be a problem. Very quickly, chaps, the papers are reporting that United are ready to off Gareth Bale a, a short-term deal um, after losing patience with efforts to sign Jaden Sancho. Are we having that? Are we not having it? Do you reckon it's going to happen no. or not? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's legit. I hope it doesn't happen. Um, I think it's. I think they're all just playing games. United are saying, "Look, we've got our contingency, Dortmund. You know, sell him to us now for twenty million less, or we're going to go off and get Gareth Bale." See, but why? The the thing is, you know, who the fuck United think they are saying that to Dortmund? I know. If you know, if you went to buy a car and a bloke said it's two and a half grand. And you went, I'll give you two, three. And he went, no, I think it's worth two and a half grand. If you liked it, you'd buy it. 100%. He's got three years left on his contract. They're not desperate to sell him. He's not in his last year. And they're not trying to cash in on him. It doesn't matter. There'll be plenty of takers. If he carries on the form that he's shown this year, plenty of takers next year. He'll, he'll be playing for Madrid next season. Maybe. Um, can we, can we work a regular on someone who already plays for Madrid? Uh, reports that United won over 25 million euros. Marker are coming out and, and saying that, you know, that a deal might be close, but a lot of other outlets saying that Woodward's pissing around as usual. Are we having that? Are yeah. we having that regular and could be come to United? Yeah. Uh, no, because everything that ever happens with Madrid, to be honest, even though we're talking Bale here, yeah, anything that ever happens with Madrid is always, they're as bad as us, they're bullshitters. Um, I think we're closer with Regulon than we are with Sancho. At 22 million for the best attacking left back in, the, in, in La Liga, it's a snip. We should just get him. That's fine. But don't take your eye off the prize. Just you change your mind so quickly. You were like, Rev, Sancho's coming next week. You were, you were so excited. I know. I know. Happened. 
And I now, right. going, oh, I think Regulon will be a snip. Snip or no snip. He could be circumcised if he wants, but he's not fucking... <laughs> he ain't going to Old Trafford. No one's going to Old Trafford. I think, I think, I think he's down there. I think he's coming. I think Sancho... I did not believe that we could be this ludicrously shit in the transfer market. Oh, come uh, on, Sancho. Grow his shit, Ben. Grow his shit. I didn't think we... I didn't think after how shit we've been in the last few years... I did not honestly think we could stoop this low, but it looks like two weeks away from the fucking end of the transfer window and there's no deal on the table. I've lost my faith that I had last week. Yeah, yeah. I do, I'm doing the reverse. This, this one is for turning. We are 20 days away from the end of the transfer window. We're four days away from the start of United's Premier League campaign. Half past five kickoff at Old Trafford. Crystal Palace, the visitors. Um, chaps, how's this going to go? 2-1 to United. Oh, is this? 2-1 to Palace. Oh, don't say that. They've signed Batshuayi. They've brought in Eberich. Easy, easy, easy. And, uh, is he good? Is he good? Yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. And Wilfred Taha <laughs> will always have something to prove. He's in the shot window. Shot window, as Ari Redknapp would once say. Um, chaps, we're on a super short time limit. Um, I want to wrap it up. I know we've had a very, very brief call, but I like it. It's short and Aaron, short. Aaron, what's your score? Aaron, Aaron, what's your score? What's my score? 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. I just... I, yeah. Two who? Nil. Who? United. You reckon? Yeah. Well, it's always turn up at Old Trafford. Always turn up. Yeah, true, but it's Roy Hodgson. You know what he's like. Boy. Well, Roy will fall asleep on the coach going up. He will. He will. He, 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 mate, once he's had his synatogen, he's, he's done. Oh, Royston. That's it. Um, He'll be dribbling all through the game. That's it, that's it, man. Ray, I heard Ray has to liquidise his food for him. Ray Lewington. <laughs> right, oh, man, he has to have a little liquidise. Um, but yeah, chaps, it's, it's been a pleasure. We are the Espresso of United podcast. Don't forget beer52.com forward slash United for that offer. Just have to pay a PMP. Get yourself some lagers and get the game uh, on. If you do it now, you'll probably get them on Saturday as well. That's the thing. Um, Welcome to that game. Was that Beer 51? Beer 52.com. Beer 52. Got it. Uh, not to be confused with the B52s. They're the love shack. Um, <laughs> gentlemen. Send me the link because I could do I'm definitely going to need a few beers if I watch yeah, You game. will. You will watch United this weekend. Um, chaps, Ben Paul, Andrew Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. My name is Aaron Paul. Uh, I'm not going to watch United. I'm going to watch Norwich City. I don't know why I did that with a Welsh accent either. Norwich City this weekend. Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll be chatting more United next week. This is the United Redcast, powered by Beer52.com. Oh, for fuck's sake, don't let us down, United. Wasn't that a great podcast? Now, if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called What Has He Said Now? And is available wherever you got this podcast. You're going to lose a number of people to the flu. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.